Testing one, two. Is Hello? this thing? Can you hear that? Is this, are these mics on, you think? I think they are. Hi, everybody. I sure can. What's the music for? My name is Snowflake Snowflakington. This is Sammy the Socialist. And we're filling in for Mike G today. He can't be here. I hope that everybody had a, a very happy holidays because we don't say Christmas on the air because not everybody believes in Santa Claus. You got to be very careful about who you talk to. I've heard, actually, uh, that there's some questions about his gender. Uh, is there? What, what are they saying? Well, I don't know that uh, maybe he should actually be uh, specific gender. Did you hear anything about that? Specific? I think he should be gender neutral. Well, that's what I heard. Oh, well, I, th- I think that's a, that's a fantastic idea. But I want to let everybody know that you're listening to Snowflake Snowflakington and Sammy the Socialist. We're filling in for Mike G today. So we've got a lot that we want to talk about. Uh, you know, I know that Mike G has poisoned your mind with a lot of conservative values. So we want to let you know the way things should be. And you're listening on WFYL, and you can listen on the website at 1180WFYL.com. Hopefully, Mike G will be on a, available to do his show in the future more often so that we can fill in. And the program airs on Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I want to let everybody know that there's also a lot of other shows on WFYL. We've got the Scott Adams Show that airs every weekday from 9 a.m. until noon. Uh, That guy Ben Shapiro, I don't know how I feel about him, but he airs every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. There's this lady named Dana Lash, and she's a very scary woman, to be honest with you, but she talks a lot about guns. (sighs) But she's, she comes on at 1, 1 p.m. until Ben Shapiro. And then there's a guy, Michael Savage. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he comes on at 6 p.m. apparently. And he goes on for about two hours. His show is called The Savage Nation. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in so you could finally get some good information about the world and what's going on today. And, you know, the first thing that I heard, Sammy, is that the Eagles won a big game today. Yesterday, was it? I think they played tomorrow. They, they, I, I, I heard something on the news, and, you know, it was on CNN, or, and I listened to MSNBC. But I, I heard something about the Eagles won. Is that the game where they play with the sticks on the ice? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's definitely the game with yeah, the sticks. Yeah. Well, the only thing I know, it's, it, it, I think they play football on the sti- with the, the sticks on the ice. But the only thing I heard about football is that they kneel during the national anthem. Did you hear that? I think that's required now. Yeah, I think that's it's, and it's a fantastic thing that they're doing, you know. Uh, never mind our flag and the soldiers who fought for our freedom. They can kneel on the flag if they want to. And, uh, you know, I've never actually seen a game, but this is what I hear is going on in football. So uh, congratulations to the Eagles for getting to the Stanley Cup. That's fabulous. It absolutely is, Sammy. So, Sammy, um, there's a lot of impeachment buzz going on. Uh, The president, if if you haven't heard. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, well, you need to pay attention on the news because they told us that the president got peached finally. I thought he was fired. Well, that's basically what peaching is. So when you peach somebody, what happens is they put you on trial for crimes, and then you go in front of a jury of your peers, and if they find beyond a reasonable doubt that you're a dirty, nasty, mean person, then eventually they peach you, which means that you get fired. 
Does that I, have something to do with the Georgia peaches? Yeah, I think it does. I think that's where it started years ago. You know, that's where the word comes from. But now what it means is that you get fired and whoever came in second place in the last election Was actually that? becomes the president. So now Hillary Clinton will become president of the United States. And they'll have her uh, coming into office very shortly. And frankly, it's the best holiday present that I could have possibly asked for. What do you think, Sammy? I would absolutely agree. I'm much happier now that you just filled me in on that information because I didn't even know about it until you just told me. Well, well, I'm glad that you came on the program so that, that we could tell you because there's a lot going on. You know, we knew from the minute that Donald Trump opened his mouth before he ran for president that this guy really, he wasn't fit for office, right? You know, there's so much wrong with the guy that I knew that they they had to do something, you're right? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't know that? It's kind of clear when you just look at the facts. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's lots of facts. There's lots of evidence. Um, you know, there was collusion. There was bribery. There was extortion. Well, I'm uh, glad my feelings have been taken into consideration finally. Well, it's, it's about time, if you ask me, because this man has said so many mean, nasty, dirty things that uh, we just knew that we had to get him out one way or the other. And finally, uh, when the transcript came out, there was a clear quid pro quo, right? Yeah, when I heard about that, I was so shocked my glasses fell off. But I think there's something with professional squids going on, and, uh, you know, hopefully everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. But you get the quid pro quo. What is that? Uh, um, oh, well, isn't that a math formula? Uh, uh, something like that. There's a, well, you're the, I t- you, aren't you a scientist, Sammy? Yes, I'm actually uh, a trained uh, botanist, and I'm also into astronomy and physics. So, so, so shouldn't you know what quid pro quo, the, the equation is for the calculator? I think it's assets equal liability uh, plus owner equity, or is that the generally accepted accounting principles. I could be confused. Well, maybe when we get off the air, we can do some math. But the, Are we on the air right now? That's the, I, I, I think so, right? Well, I, thought that's this was, what the, I think that's what the music They're was. not actually airing this, are they? I, I, don't, I, I hope so. I hope so, eventually. Me too. So basically what you need to know is that the president had quid pro quo and that uh, when he was talking to the president of the, the Ukraine— I could look it up on the interwebs. Just look it up. Just, uh, type it into YouTube, and you'll find all the information that you need. Preferably find somebody who is in his basement with bad lighting. and I could call a guy I know. He's a friend of mine. He's in his basement right now. Well, then he probably knows the answers. I mean, we don't, we don't want to take anybody else's word for it. You know, there's, there's just such corruption on, on uh, you know, certain stations these days. I'm not going to mention who— <laughs> <laughs> WFYL. So what we need to do is make sure that we spread the word that the president has been peached and that this is a great thing for all of humanity. Because let's remember that Hillary Clinton really won the election in the first place. She got more votes. And I don't know why they even use the Electoral College anymore. Do you know, Sammy? What's I the thought history? that wasn't even valid anymore because I thought if you got more votes, you automatically become the president. But that's kind of what happened. But it didn't really happen, right? right. Well, that's, that's the way it's supposed to work. But you know what? Trump is so corrupt that he actually changed the rules of the game in the middle of the election. Because he got he got less votes, he didn't get as many votes as Hillary Clinton, yet he still gets to go in as the president. And, you know, she was such a classy person about it that she just didn't decide to make a fuss about it. But she right. absolutely won, and she should right. be the president. And finally, you know, they say that sometimes things work themselves out. Uh, call it karma, if you will. 
You know, it's just yeah. probably just a coincidence, like the way this world was created. But right. the bottom line is that uh, she's going to be the president because Trump got peached. Well, that's fabulous. You know what I heard, too, Mike, about the collusion is, did you know when uh, he voted for himself, he actually pulled the ballot in Russia? He did? He voted in Russia? <laughs> he was actually in Russia when he uh, voted. I mean, how can people let him get away with this for so long? I don't know. They found the FAA flight history records and all that information. He was actually there, I think. I think Putin pulled the vote. Uh, Putin did it for him. I think so. Um, oh, my goodness. They have they have facts about it. I might need to take a break here. I just found it on the interwebs. Uh, let me get, get tissues up. <laughs> can I have one of those, too? I'm uh, a little upset right now. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man. Mm. There's just more and more evidence that just shows so clearly that this president is a fake president in the first place. Was he ever a real president? I thought he's not my president. He's not my president. No, I'll tell you that much. I know that uh, the job market's a lot worse too, and I think um, capitalism actually is over. Is it? You know, there's there's a lot of great ideas coming from people like Bernie Sanders these days. Um, but, you know, for now, Hillary's going to be the president and we're going to respect the office and we'll see what happens from there. Why do you think socialism is such a great idea these days? You know, there, Could I there is a ter- there's a terrible economy. But if there's anything good in the economy, I'll tell you this. It's all because of Barack Obama. Well, and Trump can't take any pre- uh, credit for the economy if there's anything good, which I don't think there is. There's probably nothing good about the economy right now. But if there's anything that's going well, it's not Trump's fault. It's, it's Obama who did all of that who's stuff. Who's Obama? Obama. Oh, I'm sorry, you mean the, the president? The, the president. Yeah, that guy. He was, he, he was in office for um, how many years? I think it was seven years. Oh, but, that's right. He, he did such a great job, such a magnificent job at bringing this country together and for doing the economy really, really good. And we, got, we had such a great economy. And when Trump came in, we knew it was going to tank. We just knew from the start that the minute he got elected, that the economy would go in the toilet. And you know what? We think that it did. But if there's anything that's still going good, it's definitely because Obama did such a great job. Trump, Trump gets no credit for that. He didn't, he didn't do a good job at all. He did a bad job. Well, it seems to be pretty lousy the way things are turned out. You know. So, it, so what do we do to climb out of this? How do, how do we how do we make sure that socialism takes over and that now we we go about the right way with the rest of the years of this country? If we even should we even have a country? What do you think? Well, I've been thinking a lot about socialism, and since I'm Sammy the Socialist, you know, I really just love it because uh, everything's decided for you by the state. You know, it's a lot easier right. to get out of bed in the morning. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, who wants to go through life having to be responsible for yourself? I like it so much better when you got the government there. It's kind of like I, you know, I was a guy who liked living at home. I stayed at home uh, until I, I was probably four. You still live at home? Yeah, yeah I was 42 when I moved out. Uh, and I'll 40. tell you what, it was scary. I slept with the lights on for the first three years. And did, you, did you finally turn them out? Yeah, well, like, I've got kind of these Mickey Mouse nightlights that I keep all around, and they're in every single outlet in my room. But the bottom line is, yeah, I did turn off the lights like a big boy. But the bottom line is that I was very scared, and it would be so much better if we had the government that we could depend on. Don't you think, Sammy? I think it's like living in utopia. It's great. So, so what can we? What measures can we take to go more towards socialism? Because now listen, we got all these student loans that are out there, and we need to get rid of them. We need to get rid of these banks and these big. You know, the one percent has all the wealth in this country, and they don't even pay any taxes. They well, pay no taxes. We should have all the one percent just pay a hundred percent of their money that they get in. 
for the rest of their lives. They get enough money, right? Well, if we could just keep adding taxes and then share it with everybody, and maybe nobody would have to work eventually. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's the way it works, right, right? Right. They've got these people have enough money, so they could just take the money that they've already made that was handed to them because of nothing but good luck, right? They were just in the right place at the right time, and they were very fortunate to be in that right place at that right time, and that's how they got their money, and they were just born into it. So it's they a lot shouldn't. Of luck. Yeah, they shouldn't be able to keep that. That's ridiculous. So they should just hand it over to the government. And the government, of course, will do a great job at spreading it around where it's supposed to be. Well, they definitely don't make mistakes. You know, I mean, they're going to just take care of us. Never. They, they, the government doesn't make mistakes. Everybody needs to understand this. Our government is so powerful and so well uh, running and it knows so much that there's no way that they could make a mistake. They wouldn't steer us wrong. They wouldn't lie to us. Right. So, Sammy, how do, how do we implement socialism today? Well, you know, I basically just completely give it into it already. I mean, I'm very comfortable with the state making all of the decisions for me and you know, I prefer it because uh, I'm less capable of determining what's better for me and my children than they are. And I just do what they say. And that's what we should do more of, I think. Right. D does that make sense or am I wrong? Because I don't know what I'm saying. I think it makes perfect sense. And if only more people would wake up to the fact that the government's going to solve all of our problems, then we'd be in a much better place today. So we should let them educate all the children and tell right. the children from a very young age what they need to know. Um, Didn't they do listen, that with the, uh, the, the Hitler youth? Uh, I, I, I'm I I don't know I don't think we we should even say that name anymore. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. don't mention that name. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about anything like that. There's a I, I think Did I gave I hurt you your feelings. Didn't I give you a list on the way in here and tell you, hey, when you're having conversations with me, I don't want you to talk about certain topics. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to have to go into the safe space room we have here at the WFYL station. I made it myself. I'm so sorry. what I did I'm really was sorry. I took there was they had two bathrooms. Yeah. Um, and they they didn't have specific uh, labels on the bathroom. So I took one of the bathrooms yeah. and I made a sign that said that that is the new safe space at WFYL. And you can go in there and right. you can cry. Or you can scream into a pillow. I put a nice little pillow in there, and then uh, that that way you can feel safe. We don't want anybody here at WFYL to have their feelings hurt. So we got a bunch of topics you're not to, supposed to speak of. I'm really sorry. And then we go into the safe space at the end if our feelings are can hurt. Can we take a break for a group hug, real well, quick? Well, I maybe don't we know. Can do a commercial I don't, I, or something. Yeah, maybe during a commercial. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, another I'm thing, sorry. I took the other bathroom and I just made a sign that said that uh, if you're any gender whatsoever, then you can go into this particular bathroom right. so i think it i think that that's important because the fact that it just said bathroom on there that wasn't enough people didn't know that even though it was a bathroom you could go in there no matter what no matter what whether you're uh what you identify as you could go into that bathroom so i thought i needed to make that more clear because simply stating bathroom was not enough so now, when you go over there, right. Sammy, at the end, you'll know that if you are, are you a, a male? I, I don't want to assume Why anything. Why are you asking me that? That's I, very damaging I, to my... Well, you don't have to answer if you don't feel comfortable, but I, I'm just, I don't want to assume anything. What do you think I am? I, I don't want to call you anything that would potentially you, hurt your well, feelings. I'm sorry earlier about hurt your feelings, and I had that You idea. did. You assumed all I'm kinds sorry. of things about me. You assumed things about Santa Claus. And, you know, just make sure you don't assume too much well, when you're talking to people. 
you know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So like, I gave you the list. Yeah. I want you to stay away from those particular topics because we think here at WFYL, was... as, as, as long as Sammy the Socialist and Snowflake Snowflakington are on the air, yeah. that, uh, that speech should be free as long as you agree with exactly what we're talking about, well, right? Well, that's how I've always felt. Yeah, so if you agree with what we're saying, then you should be able to say whatever you want, and there should be no limitations. But if you disagree and you might offend us, then you've really got to be careful and not say those things. We want you to just keep it to yourself, right. you know? There's there's no reason to offend people. Just keep it to yourself. can we stop people from saying those things? Yeah, I think that we should, we should push for some laws, but for now what we're going to do is if anybody says anything that we don't agree with, We'll just badger them on the internet, <laughs> right? <laughs> of course we will. Sammy, I'm sure you're really good with the computer. How about so, your Facebook right now damaging you? Uh, oh, no. I, well, I, well, I'm very sorry. I want to give you a sincere apology if Thank I you. offended you by asking um, if you identified as a male. I shouldn't have assumed as such. I haven't decided yet. That's why I didn't answer. Well, well if you haven't decided, then that's, that's your business, and I don't want to call you by the wrong thing. So uh, I think that everybody should know that if you say things that we don't agree with, we're going to badger you on social media, and we're going to badger you on the internet, and we're going to try to put you out of business. So if you own your own business, well, right. first of all, that's very capitalist of you, and we disagree with that. But if you do own your own business, what we're going to do is we're going to go on the websites, and we're going to say all kinds of things about you so that nobody patronizes your business. And that's why I think is another reason why socialism Maybe. is the answer. Don't you think, Sammy? Isn't I do. It's another and, uh, reason. Because then if people go out of business because people badger them on social media, right. then the government will just be there to hand them money, right? Just yeah, some they're, with they're more, more government there. money. They'll always be there. They, That's what they do. The government can... They, they never have to stop printing money, right? They could just print more money if they don't have it. You mean that fiat currency we mm, use? I, I don't know. It's like a car? I don't, uh, no, <laughs> it's just like that, but completely different. Oh, well, exactly like it, but completely different. So the the, the money that they have on the paper, they right. could just print it out more, right? Yeah, they just keep making it every day. They could color it with a crayon if they'd like. That's I mean, a good they're idea. the government. They could do whatever they want. They're the I government. Think that's illegal, though, to deface it or something no. like that. Well, well, maybe, for, maybe for us it should be illegal, but for the government it shouldn't be illegal. The government right. should that's be allowed right. to do whatever they want for any reason, and we really shouldn't question them, right? They do they? Well, they know best. They, they, they know way better than we do. So they should be able to make all the decisions in our lives, oh, which brings me to this next topic. Did you hear Oh, that Michael Bloomberg is running for president? I didn't hear anything about it. Michael Bloomberg's running for president. Now, I, I'm not sure how I feel about him because he is, he is a billionaire, right? But uh, he's a good yeah. billionaire. He's a good billionaire because he wants to take away everybody's guns. And I think that that's a big problem in this country today is that people want to own guns and people shouldn't be allowed to own guns. The government knows so much better than we do. So only the government should be allowed to own guns, right? right? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, don't the, the, the government and the police keep us safe, Mike, The police right? keep us safe. The government keeps us safe. And only that they should have the guns. The people shouldn't have any guns. Why do people need guns? I'll tell you what I do. If somebody were to break into my 
my house, I'd be so frightened that I'd, uh, I, what I would do is I would tell them to go away and get out of my house and take whatever you want and um, just just don't hurt me pretty please. That's what I would say if somebody broke into my house. I'm going to sneak into your house tonight. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, if you do, I'm going to ask you politely not to do that right now. Well, I'm a socialist, so I'll leave. Uh, uh, well, yeah, well, I think that if I'm a little bit of a socialist too, so if you come into my house, you could take my stuff. You'll Listen, give it to me. If, if I've got more stuff than you do, then that's not fair. So if you need anything, just come into my house and you can take some, and that's perfectly fine. Just don't hurt me, and pretty please don't take anything that I need. Don't make it can unequal I? so that you have more than me, because that wouldn't be fair, right? Well, we'll just evenly divide it up when I get there. Yeah, we'll evenly divide it up. Just bring a list of all your assets, and then we can drive it down the middle and make sure that everything's split evenly, because that's what fairness is all about, and I wouldn't want things to be unfair, especially in this holiday season. You know, I heard somebody call it a Christmas tree the other day. I about lost my mind. I thought it was a holiday. Tree it's supposed to be a holiday tree. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Even if you go to Starbucks, they have on the cups, they don't say Christmas anymore, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. We want to make sure that, that nobody says Christmas. Right. And we want to make sure that you just say the holidays and don't even ask somebody if they celebrate Christmas because that, that's just, uh, you know, that might be triggering for a lot of people. And we don't want to trigger I'm a little anybody. Upset right now. Uh, yeah, just, just mentioning the word, right? So uh, there's a lot that we can talk about today with the president being peached and with uh, what about AOC? What do you think about AOC? What is that? Uh, oh, my goodness. AOC? You don't know what AOC is? <laughs> I was hoping you could fill me in a little bit. AOC is this lady who ran for the president of the Bronx. Okay. And as the president of the Bronx, she is instituting socialism throughout New York. And it's about time because— You sound like you're from the Bronx a little I, bit. I, I Well, I, I'm not from the Bronx. Um, I, that Bronx is a little scary for me. But I will tell you that um, I've, I've been in New York before. Right. And in New York, they've got all these Wall Street people, yet they consistently vote Democrat. And the reason is that socialism is the way to go. So as the president of the Bronx, he's trying to bring socialism to the entire world. Fabulous. So it, she, she's got some I really great ideas. That, I guess. She's got some really great ideas. Right. She wants us to, to no longer have any cows. So we, what about the bull at Wall Street there in Manhattan? I think they should get rid of that too because that's just it's just setting a bad example. My don't daughter's you? Daughter's going to see that soon to take a picture with it. You bowl. have a daughter? Yes. Congratulations! Thank you. She's wonderful. I had no idea. A son to it. Uh, great. Uh, are they the same person? Yes. Okay. Um, so we're going over to Wall Street and we're going to get rid of that bull because I think it sets a bad example for everybody. And right. what we need to do is to stop setting these bad examples and get rid of the cows like AOC says. So there well, should be— Where we get the hamburgers? No, we, we don't eat hamburgers. Oh, that's right. We could just—you know what we do is we take—you ever hear of these new burgers they're making? They don't even have meat in them. So they have we, a lot of oil, though. Yeah, well, that's great. You know, we got plenty of oil laying around. Exactly. So just take oil, take whatever other chemicals that you can find— and see if you can make it into some kind of consistency that's similar to a hamburger, and right. voila! Then we've got exactly the perfect substitute for the hamburger. We don't have to deal with any cows anymore. We right. can get rid of the cows. No more uh, methane. No more methane, and that's bad for the environment. And then, so this would be a much better world. So let's get rid of the cows. Okay. Let's get rid of the cars, okay? I want everybody on bicycles from now on. Do you have a bicycle? Uh, yeah, I actually have a couple because I got rid of my car a few years ago, but 
that's why I don't have a job now. But that's a great example, though. See, you sacrificed your job right. to, to protect the environment by riding a bicycle. Yes. I rode my bicycle over here. I actually had to leave last night because I live so far. I remember and, that. Yeah, and I took a nap on the side of the road. And I, well, thank God. I, 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 almost, I almost got hit. I almost got hit by a car. You did? Yeah, I, I did. It was a very traumatic experience. I had to it was call my counselor. A fiat. I, I called my counselor, uh, but uh, you know what? I made it. I made it because I am tough. And you are I, tough. Uh, that's why, you know, I had to change in the, the, the restroom, the, the one restroom that we have at this station now. Right. And I, because I wore this, this spandex outfit on the way over here to make sure that it was nice and aerodynamic. You're a physicist. Can yes. you explain aerodynamics well, to us? It, yeah, uh, right. Well, I think it's the Bernoulli principle, which means that they're, uh, the, you know, the dynamics of your spandex there come in contact with a higher pressure of air that creates a low wave flow over that and a you know disparity between everything and then you could fly see i didn't know that i just like the design and i i must be doing so i haven't been able to fly yet but i want to be able to fly pretty I used soon to fly. you did fly yeah how'd you do that uh in cestas oh my goodness that's fantastic uh, but I think that that's probably pretty bad for the environment. That, which well, is, that's I, why I don't do it anymore. Oh, so that's why you make up for it by having a bicycle. bicycle. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so you, you're atoning for your sins. Thank you. And and now you have bicycles instead of airplanes. But I, I got over here just fine on the bicycle. I'm and glad you're here. I think that everybody should do that, right? Everybody should trade in their cars for bicycles, and and the world would be a much better place, wouldn't it? It would. And can I mention something about the bathroom topic? Because I do a lot of thinking when I'm at home with my parents. Well. You know, wherever I stay. And uh, why don't we just, you know, think it outside the box. Why don't we get rid of the box and just not even have walls for the bathrooms? Uh, well, that's a great idea, right? And that way everybody can come in, everybody come out. It'll be kind of like the border, right? Exactly. We'll All just right. leave it like that. I, I think that it's the same principle. You know what the walls are? Nothing but the big wall that they're trying to put on the southern border, right? Well, it's similar. So if yeah. you're going to put walls on the bathroom, then why not just put a wall on the southern border? So there exactly. should be no walls on the bathroom, no walls on the southern border, because uh, we should, we really shouldn't have any laws, right? The government should just tell us uh, what we should and shouldn't do, and that should be the end of that. And everybody should be able to come in. I guess there are certain areas where there should be no laws, right? That should be one of them. I agree. You know, I, I mean, if we don't adopt that, I've been thinking about moving to Scandinavia anyway. They kind of have a cool flag. What's going on with Scandinavia, the country? I don't know, but I heard they're socialists, so I was thinking about going. No, that's probably a good idea then. So uh, if, if you're out there listening from Scandinavia, uh, we want you to tell us some of your ideas and how we could implement them over here. And if not, then, you know, I'm sure that it would be great for us to come over there and just live with you. Because if you're socialist and you're for open borders, then I guess that we can, they wouldn't mind if we just come over there and live with them, right? Well, that's my understanding, which is why I was thinking about going, but I don't know how to get there because I don't think I could take my bike. Uh, well, they, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Maybe we could make some kind of boat out of duct tape and then you can, can row down there. It might take a little while, but hey, if it took me since last night to ride my bicycle over to the station, then you can take a duct tape boat, boat over to Scandinavia. Right? Yeah, we're pretty handy, the two of us. Uh, uh, we could go to Home Depot and find something. Very handy. Very handy. And if not, we can figure it out on YouTube. Right. And then, and then once we have our duct tape boat, we'll go over to Scandinavia, and then we'll be able to uh, live the socialist life that we'd always dreamed of. Utopia. You know, I, I, I think that there's so much to cover in this short period of time because— with Mike G in the morning, they always talk about really hurtful things, in my opinion. Don't you think, Sammy? 
Uh, yeah, I don't even tune in anymore. I think after today, the show is probably over anyway. But you know, it's it's probably that's the, you're right. It makes me feel very upset. Well, hopefully, we'll get the the full time ticket over here at Mike G in the morning with Snowflake Snowflakington and Sammy the Socialist, and we hope that everybody's got some good ideas regarding socialism and regarding all the the nasty nasty views that are being spouted by President Trump and Mike G in the morning. Very hurtful words. Very hurtful words, and I think that it's not doing any anybody any good and and that these people are just hateful people aren't they hateful people i'm always hurt by their hate if you if, if you're for a border or legal immigration then you're a hateful person if you right. think that if you think that uh we should have different bathrooms then you're a hateful person and if you don't put up a sign that says that all people are welcome in a particular bathroom, then I think that that's the most hateful thing that you could possibly do. So I'm glad that we rectified that at the station here today in case somebody walked over right. to a door that said bathroom and they said, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I'm allowed to go into this bathroom because it doesn't specifically state every single person who is allowed to go into the bathroom. Well, maybe that's why we should get rid of the walls. Uh, just get, If we just got rid of the walls, that would be a great idea. I think I'm going to write a strongly worded letter over to Susan at WFYL and see if she'll consider changing the policy and knocking down the walls. Um, I'm sure she will. She's uh, super nice. I won't. Un unfortunately, I won't be able to help because I'm allergic to dust, so I oh, won't be able right. to, to knock down the wall with the hammer. It's probably the bite. And I actually, I, I saw my... my uh, We'll call him my dad. I'm not very happy with him, but uh, he's your my, 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 my your father. Bio, I, I don't even want to call him that. But uh, I, I saw him use a hammer one time when I was a young child, and it was very traumatizing. Was so it loud? I kind of have say it was very loud. It was very loud. I had to wear earmuffs for almost a month after that just because I was so scared. But uh, what, what I think that we we uh, ought to do is have somebody else do that, and we'll let everybody know nice and early in the morning to stay away from the building because there will be a hammer, and that might be traumatizing. For other people, I just still have flashbacks about things like that, you know. So yeah, you got to be careful. With we, those you got to be yeah. very careful because you know the, the the littlest thing can really ruin your life, you know. And people don't understand that; they don't recognize that if you're not very careful about what you do and say, right. you can just send somebody off into a tailspin, and and whoopsie daisy, they end up ruining their lives, and you never know. they can't even sleep at night, right? Yeah, so, well, I have trouble after uh, you know certain. Things. Do you hate me? Uh, no, I don't. I don't hate you. I'm. I'm not a hateful person. I don't hate anybody. There's. There's nobody that I hate in this world. And um, I want to make sure that I let everybody know that I don't hate everybody. Because if you don't let everybody know that you don't hate them every second of every day, right. Then you do hate everybody. That's what I think. Well, I yeah. think that if you don't go out of your way to let people know that you don't hate them, then uh, then you're just a hateful person. I love you. You have to. Uh, well, that's uh, that's very kind of you, but I don't <laughs> consent to your love to me. And I think that you know this. This just reminds me of that song, "Baby, It's Cold Outside," and how Baby ridiculous it is. Uh, yeah, can you believe that they they had words like that back then? And I, I think was, there's uh, there's no place in this society right. for for men and women to be interacting like that, um, except for if a woman feels like it and professes that she wants to do that. So she needs to right. uh, to openly state uh, her, her wants, and you need to have signed contracts about what you can say to one another. And, I you know, by you pocket. saying that you love me, I was I, I really feel threatened at this point. So I, I'm sorry. I, I might, I, I have, Does that mean our group hug isn't uh, going to happen well, now? I, I, I have a whistle in my pocket that I'm about to take out. Don't hurt me. Yeah, I have uh, an air horn that I carry and then uh, another another canister filled with hornet spray. Hornet so spray? I can 
spray somebody in the eyes if they try to hug me and I don't consent. I'm so, allergic to bees. Now, well, being allergic to bees isn't really related to hornet spray. I think that hornet spray will get you whether or not you're allergic to bees. But I also, every so often, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, you're the reason I don't carry a gun because they're dangerous, and instead I carry a Ziploc bag that's filled with bees. So <laughs> if somebody tries to attack me on the street, what I do is I take out that Ziploc yeah. baggie filled with bees and right. I just set them loose and they're trained to attack bees. Where so do they keep know. the when, you, when they're in the bag, where do you keep it? Like in your pocket? In my pocket. Okay. It's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a plastic bag that stays in my pocket, although um, you know, plastic's bad for the environment. So well, I was thinking about paper. Well, well, paper knocks down trees oh, too. Yeah. Um, and never mind the fact that a lot of the paper comes from tree farms that are entirely sustainable. But, uh, you know, I just don't like the thought of killing anything and killing a tree that could be very dangerous. But the, what I wanted, what I wanted to suggest to you is yes. that, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening today, is anybody really listening? I think that people are listening and they're on the edge of their seat right now. I hope so. But because I don't they've know been about sick that. and tired of this Mike G guy coming on the air and telling people all this nonsense conservative garbage. He- and telling them that they should think for themselves and telling right. them that, that uh, there is a way to lawfully own firearms and protect yourself. So if you're listening right now, I want to change your mind because you've been brainwashed by Mike G. And we all know how susceptible people are to the radio, right? If you listen to any conservative talk radio or watch any conservative TV, and please then, don't. Then you just, but do you, what happens is you just immediately get brainwashed, right? Well, yeah. And you are not smart enough to think for yourself. And you can't possibly hear a difference of opinion and not be swayed very easily. And that's how Donald Trump won in the first place, right? They had the Facebook and they had the fake news ads. And so people looked at those and they just voted for him right away because they couldn't possibly think about anything for themselves or do any research for themselves. They just voted right for Donald Trump right away. So they might as well have not have even thought about voting, and we should really make sure that these people can't vote if they watch things on Facebook. But I digress. The bottom line is that you have people who listen to the Mike G in the Morning program, and they've been brainwashed to think for themselves. And if you've been brainwashed to think for yourselves, I want you to strongly consider not owning firearms, because only the government should own firearms. So what we should do is we should create different ways that are creative where we can perhaps fend off some of these people. Because we know that a lot of these criminals and these terrorists, they're right. just misunderstood, right? Well, it's very confusing They just what had their tough backgrounds. Are. It's confusing, right? right. You're, you're not sure really what they want. Yeah. Um, maybe they just want your money, right? They just maybe. want your money. So, hey, maybe they came from a place they don't have a bunch of money, so they should be able to, to rob you and steal yours. But if you I'd need, give them half a bite. If it's absolutely your last resort. So let's say you're being robbed by a real mean person. Like, let's say a billionaire comes out on the street and he robs you, right? Well, I then just, I think it's fair to fight back, right? Of course. Yeah, of course I would. But we don't want to own guns. You, uh, so what you need to do is get yourself some bees I've got to and get, get yourself bees. some Ziploc bags right. and put the, the bees in the Ziploc bags. And then you get yourself some bees, uh, some bees wax to rub all over the the bag because that makes it more easily accessible. I think probably the, grips better. It's it, stickier. It's it's stickier. It grips better. Right. So that way, when you when you try to 
escape the bees, right. you're not dropping the bag. You want to get a good grip Keep on bag. that bag. So open the front right. so the bees can escape, and you want to train the bees to be attack bees so they go exactly after the target. In Did the, you train them to sting their time. face? I, I trained them to sting their face, to sting to sting them all over the place, including, oh. I don't know if we could say butt on the air, but you could, say, you could sting them all over the place. Right. And you should really get some other creative weapons. I actually, uh, you and I were working on this one time where we had this special, uh, uh, I don't want to call it a gun because a gun is scary. Yeah, you shouldn't but, use that word but, anymore. Yeah, I don't think we should even use the word anymore. So the thing that they use to run radar for the police to see how fast somebody's going, yes. I don't think they should call that a radar gun, Do you, right? Maybe just a speed detection a, device. A speed detection device is by far a more superior name. Right. Because radar is harmful anyway. Radar is harmful. As a physicist, guns are harmful. Guns are listen. Guns kill people, right? So if you're going to call it a gun, then it's going to kill people. It'll figure out a way to kill people if you call it a gun, right? So we. I almost well, I don't have one anymore. But one time when I was younger and stupid, one almost jumped up and got me. The gun just uh, just got up out of nowhere. I heard this story of this lady who was staying at her brother-in-law's house, right? And she came in from California. And the brother-in-law let her know, hey, you're going to stay in the guest room, but I do have guns that are locked up in a safe in the room. And I feel like you should know that just in case, uh, you know, you've got any questions. And she said that in the middle of the night, she stayed there against her better judgment. And when she woke up, the guns had actually escaped from the safe. They did. And they made a circle around her. And they were saying some really mean, hurtful things to her. I've heard a lot of stories They're walking around. The guns were walking around in a circle around the slate. All the time. All the time. And now, the conservative media, worse. the conservative media won't put this out on the air because they know what will happen if they do. That people will be waking up and they'll they'll know what the truth is about guns. Exactly. And then if people really knew the truth about guns, that they can just escape from a safe and walk circles around you and chant really nasty, harmful things. Right. Then more people would be for universal background checks, don't you think? I think, more I think people would be sense. for the, for the bands. They just we we should just give, get rid of them entirely altogether. And then so once we tell everybody to get rid of their guns, then everybody will get rid of them. And what that'll if we be the convert end of that. them all to water pistols? Uh, well, that might. I don't think that that would be a good idea because I think you're still perpetuating the same idea. Oh, sorry. Right? Yeah. You're still putting that out there. I don't know how any family can possibly uh, train their kids to have anything that even resembles a gun. I, I, I tell my kids Well, that, the gun emoji's gone now, uh, you know. The gun emoji, well, well, thank goodness the gun emoji's it gone. It did hurt my feelings. It hurt times. my feelings very much so, and that's that's another reason why I, I made the safe space over here at the station, because of the, the gun emoji. It is comfortable in here. The gun, the gun emoji. It's very comfortable. It's very safe in this station, um, but we should make sure that we get rid of the word gun altogether. And nobody should you even make... Fi- no, uh, well, what, we said it again. No, what's a substitute word that we we could make for gun um, bad thingies, right? Bad, right. The, the bad, bad thingies. Thing, yeah, we'll just yeah, call them the bad thingies. Don't touch the bad thingies. Let's get rid of the bad thingies. Nobody should have the bad thingies except for the government. And when the government has them, though, we can call yeah, them the good, good thingies. The good thingies. The good thingies. The good thingies if the government Keep has them, safe. and the bad thingies if anybody else has them. And certainly, if they make an, a law outlawing the bad thingies, then everybody will give them up. 
And that'll be the end of that, and we'll be a much safer society. There will be no more violent crime. Right. There will be no more well, murder. That, that Mike and G guy always said that the criminals always follow the law, right? They Isn't always follow the law. Uh, Mike G, I don't think I would rely on anything that that Mike G guy Thankfully, says. Thankfully, he's gone. But we all know that the criminals follow the law, and the criminals will have no problem turning over their bad thingies, they right? They always do what the law states, right? That's why we create more laws, so uh, they course. follow more laws. Just make the law, and if anything ever bothers you, just make it illegal because it would automatically go away. Right. So right. I think that people need to understand that the government is here to save us and that we are helpless and that we can't protect ourselves and that we can't take care of ourselves. And unless the government steps in and gives us money, and and they could because they could just give us as much money as they want, right? They just, they just tax people more. They just tax people right. more, yeah. and and then they get the money, and then we could just spread the money around to. I mean, they could even tax the money they give me. That well, that's reasonable, right? Yeah, that's perfect. Just give it to me and tax it back, and then you could have it. And then I could have it, right? And then Susan and then they could tax too. You mine, want some, Susan? and then they could tax mine, and you could have mine. So they tax yours, and then what if, happens if? They tax mine that I give to you, and it's taxed again, and then Susan gets it. Is that, no? that That's fine. They okay. can spread it around as much as they want because they're the government, and they know better than we do. And there's just there's no possible way that this could fail. And right. I'll tell you this. Some people, uh, they look in these history books, and they say things like, oh, well, socialism hasn't really worked in the past. And yeah. I, this is what I say it to you. It always works. It's it, never failed. It always works. Venezuela's in it's good shape, right? Venezuela's in great shape. And as a matter of fact, people in in uh, the United States, they're actually escaping into Venezuela. I, I don't know. know if you heard this, but there's a big flock of people who are escaping the United States and trying to sneak into Venezuela illegally. Yeah. yeah, they're trying I'm to trying get over to... there illegally right. because it's so great over there. They're taking uh, boats and stuff. I'm going to yeah, see if my it, bike it, will float it, over it, there. Yeah, you got, again, we encourage everybody to make duct tape boats instead of using anything that requires fuel because fuel is bad for the environment. We should get some of that Flex Seal stuff. You know, the Flex Seal, that's, you know, I think that's one of the most magnificent inventions of our time. It's fantastic. It's it's. Amazing, and that guy should really receive a, a nationwide or worldwide award for what he's done. You should done. make a flex seal bag for your bees. A flex seal bag for my bees would would be fantastic, and I think I'm going to work on that immediately. I have some in the car for when I get flat tires. Uh, oh, no, wait, I don't have a car. Sorry. Uh, what are you talking about? Did you just out yourself on the I, air? Do you have a Do you have a car and you secretly hide in this car? car. Uh, uh, oh, okay. can I back up a bit? Uh, yeah, you could. It's just uh, it's well. Here's the bottom line. Okay, everybody, you caught Sammy. Sammy does have a car. Okay, I, I really did bike here. I left last night in order to get here on my trip that took 13 hours to get to the station. But uh, Sammy, the socialist, does have a car. But what you don't understand that it's okay for him to have a car, right? But nobody else to have a car. That he is different than everybody I else. I need to get places. And you need to get, you've got things that you've got to do. So if Sammy, if Sammy wants to have a car, he can have a car. And besides, unless everybody does it, then it's not really going to work in the first place, right? So exactly. you can kind of do the things that, that you want to do and just tell everybody to do the other things. we do just exactly what we want to do whenever we feel like we it? We should do whatever we want to do when we feel like it, unless it's something that you and I don't agree with and that the government doesn't agree with. Then we can stop each other, right? Yeah, then we can stop each yeah. other and we okay. can we could stop them too and we could tell them what they should be doing can we make that a new law today why not i mean it's so easy we got the guy peached in like five minutes and we, we didn't even know what we could do we didn't even know what what to bring and why to peach him I'm but just, we peached him i'm just excited hillary's the president now this is great this is fantastic we've got a clinton back in the white house and things are going to be all great from now on and they're going to take away the guns 
and they're going to tax everybody uh, to the point that uh, we have a fair distribution of the wealth and things are going to be smooth sailing from here on out. So with that, Sammy, I, uh, oh no. What happened? Is that Mike G? No, it can't be. He's not actually the building, is he? Is that Philly Chris that's with him? I don't think so. I think that's Mike G and Philly Chris. We got to go. Uh-oh. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mike G from Mike G in the morning here, and I'm with Philly Chris. Chris on the street. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you had a little bit of fun this morning. Uh, but, Chris, I've been trying more and more to interact with people on the left, and we were just having some fun this morning dealing with that. But That was fun. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, it's really fun to think about opposing uh, perspectives. I had the opportunity not too long ago to sit in this room with a bunch of people who had no idea who I was, and they were talking about all of their leftist opinions. And really, frankly, I was just sitting there smiling. I didn't start any arguments. I didn't bring up any points. And it was fun to be a fly on the wall. Have you ever had that opportunity? I have, uh, yeah, on multiple occasions. And I enjoy that, too. And I try to be very respectful, you know, of their opinions. But it's interesting to kind of play around with those ideas a bit and uh, talk about it. So, yeah, definitely. It's interesting when you're in those situations. Isn't that a lot of what you're doing with Philly Chris on the street right now? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as you know, with having Chauncey on the air not too long ago and uh, talking to him earlier with the interview and getting to hear his opinions and thoughts and talking to some other folks. I was up in New England not too long ago talking to a uh, former uh, Navy SEAL about some of the things that he had gone through in Vietnam and down the road we might have him on or some of that uh, information. But yeah, I just I enjoy talking to everybody. You know, I, I, you know, I know we're joking around today, but we're both very respectful with everybody's opinions and it's interesting to kind of muddle through this stuff and try to figure it out and see what's really best for everybody. You know? yeah, and yeah, I, I wonder yeah. I wonder if we're going to catch a whole lot of heat for, for doing that in the first place because, uh, you know, people are very easily offended these days. Wouldn't you agree? It, yeah, yeah, we all can get offended, and certainly I think uh, sometimes too easily, you know? Yeah. Um, seems like it's definitely more that way than it used to be. I'm going to try to be respectful, but at some point it's like it's a little bit too much, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, there, there have been people who have made uh, Mike G impersonation videos, and I laugh. I think that it's actually pretty funny. They make the impersonation videos and go off the deep end when it comes to, you know, supporting our Second Amendment and everything like that. So it's really more of a caricature yeah, than definitely. anything else. But, but I take it for what it is. I take it for something that's funny and... You know, it should really come to the intent of a person. Is a person trying to be nasty and hurtful and offensive, or are they right. saying things that are normally expe- accepted, like a Merry well, we Christmas, right? need to think about the right? intentions a little bit, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if I say Merry Christmas to somebody, does that mean that I'm trying to hurt their feelings, or hurt. am I trying to say something nice to them you, by you saying Merry Christmas? Sammy the Socialist is curled uh, up in a uh, corner somewhere. No, I don't see any problem with saying it. You know, I, as you know, I got some experience in the corporate world from my past and sometimes you know they would get a little silly with that stuff and we changed it from christmas trees to holiday trees and it's oh, a christmas tree What's yeah, wrong with that? yeah yeah we respect all the other holidays let's just all respect each other and what everybody believes right sure yeah. I, I mean we have ben shapiro on this station ben shapiro is a, a highly devout a highly devout of jewish faith and uh, right, you know if i saw ben shapiro i'd wish him a happy hanukkah i have, I have jewish friends i wish them a yeah. happy hanukkah it's, it's not a big deal one uh, of my best friends in the world he's a brother to me as a Jewish. Yeah. Well, yeah, well if guy. if some if I was if I were in a Jewish community Jewish, around yeah. other Jewish people, uh, you know, Italians and, and Jewish people 
do look similar sometimes. And if somebody wished me a happy Hanukkah, right. I wouldn't be all offended or anything. I'd simply say thank you. They're right. trying to say something yeah. nice to me. Part of the season. Yeah. You know, uh, happy Hanukkah, Mike. Enjoy it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's coming up. Uh, right. And if, if I happen to, if I, if I decided to let them know that, that I, I celebrate Christmas, then I still wouldn't be offended. You right. know, I might not. I might be. just say, oh, well, well, thank you, you know. Well, we're supposed uh, to be a melting Thank you is pot. probably the appropriate response for somebody who's wishing you something nice, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my, sis, my sister's Jewish. She married a Jewish guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. If your sister wished you a happy Hanukkah, would you have your feelings hurt? No, not at all. <laughs> I've celebrated Hanukkah with them. It's great. You know? uh, yeah. Uh, it's great traditions, the Jewish traditions. It's nice. We've done uh, sometimes at uh, churches in the past. We've done the Passover Seder and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting to, to, to see who all that stuff works yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a whole lot of fun to mm-hmm. be honest with Fabulous you stuff, yeah. um but you know with, with the the year winding down i think everybody should take a step back and sort of take a chill pill right things are wound up over here we've got the impeachment and i actually heard an interesting theory is on hillary the impeachment really hillary is not the president okay. but i, I, I have heard that i've well, heard I saw it on facebook so i thought it was real uh, somebody got into an argument with uh, my wife on one of the social media platforms and Who could argue with you uh, yeah, yeah, well, somebody said something along the lines of uh, – because she said that the, she said something about the evidence that was brought forth in the process, and somebody said, he was convicted of crimes. What don't you understand? Her response says, well, not quite. Yeah, it's a little different than that, <laughs> Not think. sure you understand mm. the way this works. Seems a little bit off. Yeah. So not convicted of crimes, um, not removed from office, and Hillary Clinton is not the president, just so everybody knows. I think that our listeners are probably more well-informed than the average audience, and I think it's really insulting for uh, a lot of these people on the other side to say that listeners can't figure things out for themselves, right? To say right. that, oh, they're just brainwashed by Fox News Radio. They're brainwashed by Mike G in the morning. They can't that. think for I've themselves. What an insult to people's intelligence by it, saying things like that. How dare you have a different opinion than I do? And if you do, then you must be brainwashed, right? Yeah, it's so polarized as we talked about. Sometimes I think about it because I'm like, I think I'm reasonably intelligent and i know my friends are you know some some of my friends are on the other side a little bit and it's like who's who's right and wrong here it's weird yeah you know yeah but uh, i think that people need to not get discouraged when the people on the left say things like that because yeah. i think that uh, time has shown that they're kind of out of touch with the average person don't you think don't you think yeah, the I election think so. that's what i think that's what this last presidential election was all about was about the fact that they miscalculated the will of the people and yes. uh, the will of the people is kind of an interesting phrase. It's probably going to happen again, too. Uh, well, I think that if he makes it there, it's going to be a landslide, to right. be honest with you. The only thing that he can do to not get elected is shoot himself in the foot, right? If if, if he shot himself in the foot, if he does something totally ridiculous with one of the bad thingies, right? <laughs> we, we wanna, I shouldn't even use that the term right. shoot himself yeah, in the foot, right? Yeah, we should careful. come up with something else if he mm-hmm. sabotages his own election campaign. Right. Um, but... I think that unless he does something totally drastic to take himself out of the election, he's going to resign. He absolutely is stepping down. I did that on this program and scared quite a few people. I think Susan remembers that. I made like I had a note come in front of me at the very end of the program and said, I just got some breaking news that he's stepping down. And the inbox went nuts until I announced in January of 2025. (laughs) Exactly. 
Yeah. That's good stuff. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think that that was one of the biggest miscalculations was, was understanding the will of people. By the way, uh, with this whole transcript and everything and Trump saying, I need you to do us a favor by looking into this corruption business. And that's really what they've hung their hat on, those few lines. Notice how when he says, do us a favor— he, they, they it's assume, us. right? But he's assume they, they automatically assume on the other side that it means him and his campaign, right? It couldn't possibly right. be the American people a favor or America as a country by looking into corruption. It's me and my campaign. Right. Yet when Peter Strzok is texting back and forth with Lisa Page and they say, no, he won't get elected, we'll stop it. Right. And they ask them about that and they say, hold on a second. You said, we'll stop it. What do you mean by that? They say, oh, no, we mean the collective will yeah. of the people by we'll stop it, right? Did they have so, grammar class? Uh, what's that? <laughs> Did they have grammar class? Uh, yeah, yeah well, I'm not quite sure. But it's just funny how they, they leap to this conclusion with Trump that's negative for him, and they leap to the exactly. same conclusion with a very similar language of Peter Strzok that just happens to be uh, for their side, right? Because by saying, we'll stop it, that couldn't possibly suggest any kind of impropriety, right? No, it, no, just, can't no, mean, it just, just can't mean that. That would be preposterous, right? It's silly. Uh, <laughs> so, Chris, uh, with that, I, I want to take this opportunity to thank our veterans around the holiday times. Uh, I want to thank all of our veterans who served. It's because of our veterans who fought for our freedom that we could enjoy a free Christmas with our families. Absolutely. And I think that's the most important thing that we want to get away from, get away from this episode, is I want to thank our veterans. Uh, we're going to be working on doing some more projects for homeless veterans very, very soon. And if anybody wants to get involved in any capacity, we want you to reach out to us, uh, Mike at GUAPA.com or through our social media pages, Facebook.com slash Mike G in the morning. Twitter handles at Radio Mike G. Our YouTube page is Mike G in the morning. Don't forget to like our videos and subscribe. But reach out to us and let us know if you're going to get involved with our future projects for homeless veterans. You could also donate to Recon Sniper Foundation at ReconSniperFoundation.org. And that would be a great way to help our veterans. Uh, with this last thing, I want to just go ahead and read a poem for everybody about Christmas and veterans. "'Twas the night before Christmas, he lived all alone, in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give, and to see just who in this home did live. I looked all about, a strange sight did I see, no tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stocking by the fire, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands, with medals and badges, awards of all kind. A sober thought came through my mind, for this house was different, so dark and dreary, I knew I had found the home of a soldier once I could see clearly. I heard stories about them, I had to see more, so I walked down the hall and pushed open the door, and there he lay sleeping, silent alone, curled up on the floor in his one-bedroom home, his face so gentle, his room in such disorder, not how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this hero, of whom I just read, curled up in his poncho, a floor for his bed? His head was clean-shaven, his weathered face tanned. I soon understood this was more than a man. 
for I realized the families that I saw that night owed their lives to these men who were willing to fight. Soon round the world, the children would play, and grown-ups would celebrate on a bright Christmas day. They all enjoyed freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like this one lying here. I couldn't help wonder how many lay alone on a Christmas Eve in a land far from home. Just the very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened and I heard a rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. With that, he rolled over and drifted off into sleep. I couldn't control it. I continued to weep. I watched him for hours, so silent and still. I noticed he shivered from the cold night's chill. So I took off my jacket, the one made of red, and I covered the soldier from his toes to his head. And I put his t-shirt on of gray and black with an eagle and an army patch embroidered on the back. And although it barely fit me, I began to swell with pride. And for a shining moment, I was United States Army deep inside. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, the guardian of honor so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over, whispered with a voice so clean and pure, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day. All is secure. One look at my watch and I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. And to all a good night. That was a poem written by Lieutenant Colonel Bruce Lovely of the United States Air Force. He wrote it for Christmas Eve 1993. We thank him, and we thank everybody for tuning in. Stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. <laughs>